We've all heard the expression, you don't know what you don't know. Turns out many Americans don't know some basic truths about retirement. On today's show, some facts that can help you make a solid retirement and income plan. Welcome in to Your Retirement with Sam Hello again, everybody. It's time for Your Retirement. And I'm Chuck Caton sitting in uh, along with the fine folks at Dual Financial Strategies. And of course, uh, this is the place where Sam Duell has that book, uh, Purpose Determines Placement. And uh, we are joined in studio once again by uh, he, Andy Schooler, and Luke Van Abel. And uh, good to have you with us once again, of course, serving the Fox Valley as you do. Uh, and uh, Sam, you talked about a recent report from the uh, Insured Retirement Institute, the IRI, as opposed to the IRS, and uh, it surveyed adults to determine just how uh, prepared they are for retirement, and the data was very, very interesting about uh, three crucial retirement realities that uh, many people simply don't know, and this is what the purpose of this program is. I'm sure you'll agree, Sam. So after this, uh, we uh, hope to educate, and uh, obviously, uh, when we talk about retirement planning, it can be confusing, and Americans are confused about how much income growth is needed uh, to offset inflation. And boy, is inflation in italics right now. Yeah, boy, it's on a tear right now. Uh, you know, this is a this is the most inflation that we've ever seen since uh, since the Carter years. We're closing in on gas prices that we haven't seen since two thousand and eight. Uh, so when you are on a you know a either totally a fixed income uh, as a retiree or if you are on a a fairly fixed income uh, because you're still working it's still you know you can only work so many hours there's only so much money that comes in it gets to be tough but uh, when uh, the insured uh, retirement institute did that survey they found that only 26 percent of working people were able to identify that level of income growth that would be necessary to just offset normal inflation you know what we're going through right now is by no means normal but just the normal stuff Uh, but Failing to understand that, failing to understand the consequences of inflation or the returns that would be necessary to offset it, because one's got to offset the other, that can be a big problem. Uh, In today's retirement uh, environment, prices are surging nationwide. Uh, It is as counterintuitive as as counterintuitive, uh, easy for me to say, as it sounds, if you're invested too conservatively, you may not get enough growth to avoid a steep reduction in your buying power. Because remember, folks, when you ultimately retire, it does not matter what the dollar amount is that you have in your retirement plan. I mean, it matters to a certain degree, but the real emphasis that you have to look at when you're in that phase of your life is how much income can that retirement plan balance generate for you so you have to keep abreast of these things you have to understand that you have to be working with someone who understands that uh, and you have to be in a scenario that if you're going to see inflation if we would only see normal inflation of about three percent a year if you had sixty thousand dollars in income at age 65 10 years later at that inflation rate, you're going to need about $80,000 just to maintain the same buying power. Yeah, it's very interesting because uh, I think a lot of people are not driving as much now, <laughs> all of a sudden. Uh, I, know, the, I, I know I'm not. <laughs> uh, well, here's the thing. I mean, I'll give you a little story before we get to our next uh, segment about what people do and uh, don't know about retirement. We just recently went to Florida for 10 days, my wife and I. We drove, and uh, the uh, gas prices started out at one price. 
and then went up 35 cents a gallon by the time we came back 10 days later, and they don't yep. seem to be relenting. And I uh, I don't know where the end of this is going to be. Uh, they blame a lot of, you know, and it's interesting, you said the highest uh, oil prices uh, per barrel and the gas prices since 08. I don't remember where I am, at least, uh, the uh, prices being as high as they were, because uh, I think we touched $3 a gallon, uh, me sitting in North Carolina right now as we speak, uh, back in 08. And I don't remember it ever getting anywhere near $4 a gallon at that time even yeah. though and so i'm wondering what's going on here uh uh the the relative uh, sam nature between the, uh, the price per barrel and the fact uh, and what we're paying at the pump uh, it, it's a very interesting proposition doesn't seem to be correlating like it did yeah. you know 14 years ago and it's interesting that the variation uh, i had noted that uh, we drive both gasoline and diesel vehicles, but I, my truck is a is a uh, is a diesel. I have a six cylinder diesel in that, and I noticed that uh, the fuel prices here over the last just two weeks that in our area here in the Fox Valley, gasoline prices it looked to me like we're up about forty cents a gallon or so, something like mm-hmm. that diesel prices are up 80 and 90 cents a gallon it's so, so it's, it's doubled the, the price of diesel has doubled but f- folks that's what we're talking about you have to think about these things almost at a, at a more micro level like this to realize that inflation is i, I mean in, in, in some ways chuck this is even worse than what we talk about because it only stands to reason that if diesel has now gone up twice as much as gasoline has in just a couple of weeks guess what's going to happen to the price of your milk to mm-hmm. the price of your bread to the price it's not just what you're paying at the pump right remember that truck driver is paying a lot more than you are that's bringing those goods to you so unfortunately these scenarios like this they become a uh, you know they they become like this circular uh the circular event that just almost has no end and and there's a lot of pain in it for consumers while it's going on. Absolutely. Now, to give you a little frame of reference, when you talked about uh, the uh, inflation we haven't seen since the Carter era, I actually went out and bought a diesel vehicle uh, back in 1980 to combat it because guess what? The opposite was true back then. Yep, diesel exactly. prices were less than regular prices uh, for gas then. But now to hear it doubling uh, from your standpoint today, again, that doesn't make any sense. I don't know what's going on here. But anyway, uh, we're talking here uh, with our fine folks at Dual Financial Strategies about things you may not know about your retirement. And uh, one of the other things, Andy, is that most people don't know how much income Social Security will provide. And I guess uh, I kind of fell into that until I uh, delved into it, even though I got those paper statements every year uh, that told me what I could expect to get uh, at retirement. Uh, Sometimes people don't even look at those and they toss them away so they don't have the education on that that's true um and they've become i think slightly more challenging or people get a little bit more disconnected because most everything is online very few people are receiving paper statements of their social security benefits anymore so you have to go on to ssa.gov to create an account today to be able to see what used to be sent out to you via paper um so that's that is an important place for you to go to start the process of what are you going to get and then it's going to break it down for if you started at 62 if you started at your full retirement age 66 or 67 or age 70. So the problem is the average could be lower than what's expected for millions of Americans who guessed potentially incorrectly. So for example, in 2022, it's $1,657. You might be anticipating higher benefits and this could leave you with insufficient income to take care of your 
basic needs, food, clothing, and shelter. And the reality every future retiree must come to terms with is that they can expect Social Security to replace about 40% of your pre-retirement income. So what are you going to do for that income gap? Where are you going to go? How much stress are you going to put on your retirement savings? Um, And that is something that you really have to plan with a calculator and take a look at. Inflation wasn't an issue a little over a year ago. It is now. And so that is something that when you are looking at how much of a a stress you need to put on those retirement dollars, how much how much income do you need to have pouring off of that or how much interest do you need to have generating from that, that is something that you really need to do with the calculator and understand the impacts and how that is going to affect you futuristically because this is a huge challenge for most people. Absolutely it is. And again, uh, Luke, as we wrap up this segment, uh, things that people didn't know about what they need uh, for withdrawal and uh, retirement spending, we'll talk about withdrawal rates uh, it's a mystery to many, and that's uh, kind of surprising, but not really because, uh, you know, things are uh, evolving so quickly that uh, you you got to keep up with what you need, and I guess that's an individual thing anyway uh, with how much you need to withdraw based on your lifestyle. It is, and we really need to educate ourselves because I'll echo the message that Sam was just talking about in, you know, your retirement not being about the net worth that you have necessarily directly the value of your portfolio. It's really about income. And when we're talking about withdrawal rates, um, you mentioned Chuck a little bit earlier that insured retirement Institute, the survey that they did um, and about a half of Americans weren't able to identify sort of a a safe withdrawal rate when we're looking at a hypothetical $100,000 retirement portfolio and how long, I guess at what amount they could sustainably withdraw funds out until age 95. Um, And only just about a quarter of those respond respondents guess the the appropriate answer which is around $325 a month so if you don't know how to safely set your withdrawal rate you could end up taking out too much from your retirement accounts which could leave you broke or you know with um not enough uh not enough retirement money there to to last those final years of your retirement life um and another common mistake that we see is taking out too little um you know kind of struggling to to get by needlessly or just thinking well it's it's better if i just don't take anything out of course until you're forced to um but i find that it it can provide you a lot of peace of mind just knowing that there's a safe amount that you can pull out reasonably for the rest of your life. Absolutely, Luke. Okay, so Sam, how are you going to help our listeners uh, kind of uh, muddle through this? Well, a couple of things, Chuck. We talk about coming in for that retirement lifestyle review. I think that's number one. I think that's a really good place for you to start. Just come in. We'll take a look at what what you're doing there, whether you're in the Appleton area or the Green Bay area. We'll get you scheduled in one of our offices in one of the locations. Sit down with with Luke or with Andy or with myself, and uh, we'll just take a look and see. Uh, Are you going to uh, be able to move through these tumultuous times like we have right now? Uh, You know, we're getting a lot of calls right now, Chuck, just being uh, really the phones are kind of off the hook with people that are not hearing from their current advisor, and they're scared. And they're getting absolutely no communication from their advisor at all. Uh, The person that told them they were on top of things, they were really going to be watching for them, it's just gone complete cricket. So if you're facing that situation, 
this is a good time to take a look at that because I promise you we've been in touch with our clients to make sure that they get through this uh, and that they feel good about it. We'll get you a copy of the book, uh, Purpose Determines Placement. Chuck, we've got the, the brand new ones. We just did the second printing on that. We've updated the tax information in it. We've put a new chapter in it that is dedicated to Medicare and Medicare supplements. So I want to get a copy of that in your hands as well. But just give us a call. Tell Rick you heard us on the radio and you'd like to set up that appointment. Absolutely, Sam. And the way to do that, ladies and gentlemen, is to give them a call at 866-203-7486. That's 866-203-7486 to get that retirement lifestyle review from Dual Financial Strategies and visit with Sam or Andy or Luke about your retirement anywhere in the Fox Valley. Once again, it's 866-203-7486. No cost, no obligation. Sit down and you won't be scared anymore. What's happening in the next segment, Sam? Well, folks that are 50 and older, listen up, because we've got some great news for you. You qualify for a variety of tax perks that aren't available to those youngsters that are under 50. Details when we come right back. And this is your retirement, Chuck Caton here, along with the fine folks at uh, Dual Financial Strategies. And life begins at 50, uh, certainly for Sam or Andy or Luke, uh, who are with us here today. And once again, that retirement lifestyle review can be yours at no cost, no obligation by calling 866-203-7486. And so as uh, we get older... Uh, you uh, wouldn't think you would have any perks, but you do. Uh, as long as you have your health, you have a lot. And so once you turn 50, and especially after the age of 65, uh, you can qualify for some extra tax breaks. And so uh, we're here to tell you about some of the ways you can save money on taxes as you age. And Sam, that's good news for a lot of people. I bet they hadn't thought about that. And uh, obviously, uh, we're looking at uh, lots of different things when you file those taxes. We're coming up on tax time very soon. So the bigger standard deduction for seniors 65 and older uh, is certainly at their disposal. Yeah, and that one that one takes place, Chuck, if you don't itemize, which about 80% of the people don't, uh, you do get to claim a larger standard deduction if you or your spouse are age 65 or older. Now, the standard deduction for you as a, what we be considered a senior at 65 is higher as well. It's $1,700 higher than the deduction for people younger than 65 who filed as individuals. So married uh, couples, they can increase their standard deduction by $1,350 if one member of the cup, if one, one member of, of the two uh, is 65 and $2,700 uh, if you're both at least age 65. So keep an eye on that standard deduction if you, especially if you are a self-tax filer, if you do that on your own, uh, any tax software program should pick that up, but just double check it. Make sure that you got the correct standard deduction on there and make sure that you're getting that extra standard deduction bump being over the age of 65. Yeah, that's a very, very large now, here's one that I never thought about, and I might qualify for this. You never know. Property tax breaks uh, are there for uh, people, Andy, uh, of a certain age, or uh, basically a certain, a certain income level, right? Correct. So property tax rules can vary by state and actually local jurisdiction. But in some places, people who are above a certain age and who also earn below a specific income level qualify for property or school tax deferrals or exemptions. Now, this would be applicable, let's for, say, for instance, in Texas. So if you're going to relocate to Texas, 
um, income or homeowners age 65 and older are eligible for a $10,000 homestead exemption for school district taxes. And in addition to the $25,000 exemption for all homeowners and local jurisdictions can provide additional exp exemptions for seniors. So it's something to check out. So if you are considering relocating Florida or somewhere warmer, I mean, let's face it, it sounds pretty good in the winter of Wisconsin, um, you know, consider some of the taxings or at least look into them with some with some detail. Well, I just heard uh, the other day, uh, guys, that a good friend of mine who lives in the Chicagoland area is actually moving to Whitewater, Wisconsin, uh, right. on a lake. Right. And so there, there are some people moving in. It's a beautiful state, uh, certainly from maybe uh, May till uh, October, <laughs> weather-wise. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I know from having been in Madison for four years, many eons ago, but uh, uh, it is good to hear that some people are moving into the state as well. And, and, you get to, so, and I, I guess check your local listings is what I would have to say say right as they say in television uh as far as your state is concerned uh, and i don't know what it's like in wisconsin andy as far as these property tax breaks do they have anything uh, of that nature uh, in the state of wisconsin for our listeners i don't think so i'd I, have to check I into think there's it some credits that that can be had but uh -huh. uh, there's certain certain criteria that has to be met but it's not like a Big specific deal. tax yeah. break or something like that that you would see in some states all right well yeah i'll have to check out where i am too so luke uh, let's talk about other things that uh, getting older uh, is positive in, a, in the terms of uh, financial perks and that is additional ira deduction uh, that's something as uh, time goes on uh, after the age of 50 yes it is the older workers can defer paying income taxes on more of their uh, funds than younger people by contributing the extra amount um, and that is a thousand dollars so an additional thousand dollars can be put into an ira or a roth ira for a total of seven thousand dollars for somebody over the age of 50. Um, a 50 year old worker in the 24 percent bracket for example who maxes out the IRA contribution would save $1,680 on the tax bill because, of course, you're getting that tax break on the contribution. So it's something to watch out for. You have to have earned income yet to make the contribution to the IRA or the 401k. Um, and you can also, if one spouse is retiring, you can contribute for the other spouse um, up to that $7,000 limit if you're both over the age of 50. All right, and that's very good news. And, of course, uh, whatever your target date is for retirement, don't forget, if you're over the age of 50, take advantage of what Luke just talked about. And, Sam, uh, on that same vein, uh, what about 401K catch-up contributions? Yeah, that's one of the things that you do get to enjoy if you're still working or if you know you have access to a 401K. Uh, you can be eligible for some catch-up contributions. So if you're age 50 and older, um, you can defer paying income tax on about $6,500 more than younger workers. If you contribute that amount to a 401k plan, you can do a total of $27,000 into your 401k plan in, uh, this, in 2022. Uh, so that's, you know, for tax year 2022. Um, if you're uh, a little older, you max out that 401k, you could save some money on your current tax bill by doing that. Uh, you know, even within the same tax bracket, if you can put more away within the same tax bracket, that's obviously going to save you some money. But uh, 401k contributions, if you are kind of feel like you're behind the curve, maybe you're uh, behind the eight ball, haven't been able to save as much. Uh, if you can do that here in the, uh, you know, in this latter stage of the race, uh, you can, you can put a little bit more money away into that savings account. All right, let's talk Andy about uh no more early withdrawal penalties. I know that if you were under 50 at the one time, uh, younger workers had to uh, 
Uh, if you needed money for emergency reason and you wanted to take it out of your IRA, uh, you uh, uh, were not able to do it. But now, uh, if you've got a good reason, right, uh, you, there is no more early withdrawal penalty for uh, taking money out if necessary. Well, if you're 59 and a half, sure, you can take out money after that without mm-hmm. any penalty. You still have to pay taxes, but but under that, it is you should be aware because, I mean, not only are you going to have a penalty of 10% from the feds, but you're also going to have to pay taxes on that. So if you're under 59 and a half... Think, and you have a state penalty, too. Yeah, think, think strongly penalty. about removing money from these accounts because you really lose a tremendous amount. I mean, you know, you think about it, you're in the 22 24% tax bracket because you're making a decent living, and you turn around and add 10% to it from the federal side, and then you turn around and you add another, what is it, three? Three and a third. Three and a third, and a third, and a third from the state. So That's the penalty, and then you get your taxes. Then you got, yeah, that. so I mean, it's very significant on top of that. So so be mindful of that. But the good news is, if you're over 59 and a half, um, you can take money out of that and not have those penalties. You just have to pay taxes on that money. And so, if you're if you're leaving a job I was just gonna, past the age of 55, you can take advantage of that rule too. Right. Yeah. Correct, yeah. Mm-hmm. So there, there are a few things that you can do, but um, I mean, I guess it pays to get a little bit older. You get a little more access to your money. <laughs> <laughs> Better get something out of the deal. I suppose so. Uh, I, I'll tell you, what about this one, Luke? Uh, making uh, qualified charitable distributions. That's another way to save on taxes. Can explain that one. This is a really important area, especially with 80 to 90 percent of people taking the standard deduction now. Once, relatively unknown. And relatively, yeah, very very unknown. Uh, most of the people that I sit down with on a daily basis haven't heard of this. But you, once you reach 72, the magic number for your required distributions, um, the time when you've got to take that portion out of your qualified uh, pre-tax type of accounts, um, you can take money f- uh, that would be a part of your required distribution and send it directly to a charity. So to the church, if you're making tithe or contributions that way or any other 501c3 um, charity, and that money is not taxable to you. Um, There are some very specific rules that come along with this that you want to make sure are in order because you don't ever want to see that money and then give it. It has to be directly done, and there's some some income limitations. But this is essentially taking a portion of your acquired distribution and donating it in some form or fashion, and that will save you um, taxes on that portion. And you do not have to do you don't have to do the entire required distribution and there's really no minimum um, involved either. So there's quite a bit of flexibility with it from a tax planning perspective. Well, as you hit uh, on this, Luke and Sam and Andy, there's a lot of things that our listeners may not know. And that's why they should be calling you, including Sam, uh, the uh, contribution limit for health savings accounts Uh, that has been increased as well. It has been, and we are a big fan of health savings accounts, folks. If you have access to one and you can use these accounts, I would recommend that you take a strong look at maxing that contribution out as much as you possibly can. It's one of the things we're going to look at and talk about when you come in for your retirement lifestyle review is would it make more sense for you to be maxing out an HSA contribution here uh, at the end of at the end of your retirement years than it would be piling that money into the 401k because that is a tax-free account. That's tax-free when you use it to pay for qualifying medical expenses and if you have a secondary one you could probably 
uh, use portability and take that with you. And the good news is if you're over the age of 55, you can contribute up to $4,650 to a health savings account. Now, there are specific uh, rules that apply to having an HSA account. If you've got one, you know what they are. If not, let's talk about them because those can be a wonderful, wonderful supplement for you going into retirement. Absolutely. tax free. Yeah, absolutely. And so, Sam, uh, basically, you're at uh, people's service uh, in the Fox Valley to uh, instruct them about all of this. Chuck, this is the time when we got to be talking. I mean, this you're scared right now. You're watching these markets vacillate back and forth. You're watching what's happening over in Russia and Ukraine, and you're afraid right now. I understand it. You're not hearing from anyone, but absolute crickets from the person that's supposed to be advising you. This is the time. If you've ever wondered when you should call, this is it. You do not need to go through this alone. You do not need to go through this scared. There's no reason for that. Give us a call, talk to Rick, get into the, our office in Appleton or Green Bay. Let's do a retirement lifestyle review for you. If nothing else, let's take a look at this and put it under a microscope so that you will know with a degree of confidence that you're okay. And if it's not going to be okay, we can apply some fixes to it. So now is the time to get all of the things taken care of that the other people are forgetting to do. Absolutely. And the way to do it is very, very simple. Just uh, give Sam or Andy or Luke a call and make that uh, appointment with Rick to uh, 866-203-7486. And again, it's no cost, no obligation. You want to get information? Uh, the people at Dual Financial Strategies uh, are there for you with their over 20 years of experience. It's 866-203-7486. That's 866-203-7486. And, of course, uh, Sam mentioned in the first segment, uh, the uh, second fretting of Purpose Determines Placement uh, has been uh, done, and he'll give you a copy of that book as well. Once again, it's 866-203-7486. Call right now. Uh, what's coming up next, Sam? When we come back, we'll highlight some expenses that can eat into your retirement savings. Welcome back to uh, our show, Your Retirement, each and every week. Chuck Caton here to moderate for Dual Financial Strategies. Happy to be with uh, Sam Dual and Andy Schooler and Luke Van Abel uh, because it is all about your retirement anywhere in the Fox Valley, Green Bay to Appleton. Uh, remember that number is 866-203-7486 uh, to get a no-cost, no-obligation review of your retirement situation. And oh, I'm under... And no matter how much uh, you've saved for retirement, there's at least five expenses uh, that can really make a dent in your savings. So uh, we're going to break them down in this segment because uh, we just talked about inflation and things getting uh, very high. And that's if you're staying healthy. But uh, what, Sam, if you have major medical expenses? And now, sometimes they're not anticipated and sometimes they come on uh, unforeseen, uh, but you better be prepared. It's, you know, it's an obvious one, Chuck. I mean, we know that people 65 and older spend three times as much on health care on average as working age adults do. It's, it's obvious that you're spending more on health care. But the thing is, you have to make sure you understand what you're exposed to. If you are in a health care plan, understand what your deductibles are. Understand what your co-pays are. Out of, understand what your out-of-pockets are. Understand what's covered and what's not covered. You know, that's one of the myths about health insurance. Well, I've got health insurance. It may not cover everything, folks. You need to have a really good understanding of what that policy will cover. And if you're on Medicare, it's even more important. I am amazed when people come into our office and they talk with Lake 
who is our Medicare person in the office. He specializes in working on the Medicare and Medicare supplement side. I am amazed when you come in and you talk to Lake how little you know about your Medicare supplement. The thing just got pitched to you. It got sold to you. You don't know what your out-of-pockets are. You don't know what your deductibles are. You don't know that the insurance company is in charge of your health care plan, that your doctor is not going to make a decision, that the insurance company will make the final decision about whether you're going to have that procedure done or not. I want you to get these things reviewed. And in particular, those of you that are 65 and older that have that Medicare plan, I want you sitting down with Lake. It is absolutely imperative that you understand what that supplement is that you have, because I promise you, there is no such thing as free. It's free, Sam. It doesn't cost me anything. Yeah, right. Absolutely. You need to have that checked into because free ain't free, especially when it comes to your medical services. Absolutely. Not when Medicare costs are going up every year, uh, your monthly uh, premium that uh, gets taken. Out. And I guess one of the problems is uh, you don't know about it because it gets taken right out of your Social Security. So you never really see it. You're never really writing that check, so to speak. Yep. And, then, and then nobody reads the book either. All, all of these supplements uh, give you books. Uh, you're, you've got to thumb through it to see what you're covered for and what you're not covered for, what the copay is and all that type of thing. And you're right, a lot of people don't take the time to do it. Here's one thing you can control, though, Andy, is that your debt. Uh, that is something that can dent our savings, but uh, that's controllable to a certain extent, isn't it? Well, you would think that it would be. And, and I think it really depends on you know what your income level is, what your goals are. Oftentimes, we'll see people that will um, reduce their house that they may have been living in for decades because they don't need it or don't want to take care of it or are wanting to do sort of a split between, say, a northern state and a southern state for winter months. And so you may want to downsize your home um, and that could change your expenses now obviously if you're you know right now of course the housing market being what it is probably get a really good price there but if you're thinking of buying something somewhere else you will also pay a premium so it's it is worth taking a look and seeing um, what your debt load is now I know many of you go into retirement without any debt and congratulations because I think that is a smart way to go about it ideally if you can go into retirement without holding any debt um, that is that takes a lot of pressure off of you and and gives you some options I mean now you've got just basically your food clothing and shelter and property taxes and medical to pay attention to and to work for so it it is smart um, to try to go into retirement, I think, debt-free or as much as possible. Mm-hmm. And what about taxes, Luke? Because that's an expense that, uh, unfortunately, not controllable in a lot of ways, unlike debt. Right. And this is an area where it's it's not as obvious because I think some of the other talking heads out there kind of promise this notion of, you know, you're going to be in a lower tax bracket. You're not going to pay as much taxes once you're in retirement because you won't be making all that money. But this is a myth. I mean, I find that most people underestimate the amount of taxes they're going to pay in retirement because they're not adding in Social Security, which can be taxable. They're not adding in each of the retirement accounts for a husband and a wife. They're not adding in the pensions. Um, So you are going to owe taxes most likely in retirement unless for some reason you were fortunate enough to have 100% of your money in Roth type of accounts. Um, It is possible to minimize what you owe by carefully choosing the types of accounts that you make contributions to. And a lot of that has to do with um, your attitude about where you are now, where you'll be in retirement from an income standpoint. 
It also, um, a, a big part of that that you have to think about is where do you think future tax rates are going to be? If you think that tax rates could be higher in the future, well, then you need to start making some decisions today that might be a little different than what, what you're actually doing. And an example of that might be, um, you know, making contributions to the traditional IRA or the traditional 401k. Um, and if you're doing that, um, there's definitely some ways that you can save on taxes. Yeah, we're talking about expenses here in retirement and things you may or might be thinking about here and uh, breaking them down. And of course, I like to call the next one, Sam, financial term. Uh, these are the fees, uh, the commissions, the uh, the expenses that are taken out of your 401k that uh, I would dare say, and I won't even put a percentage on it, but I will say the majority of people don't realize they're paying uh, 401k fees. 401, yeah, 401ks are one of those things that are a mystery to most people. Uh, and so many people that we talk to, they think that the 401k is free. It doesn't cost us anything. Yeah, it's, uh, it shows us those fees that, uh, that the different funds charge, but that's all we have. And folks, in many cases, that's not correct. Uh, there are federal filings that companies have to do to disclose what their exact fees inside of their 401k plans are for their employees and what portion of it the employee is bearing you probably don't know but when the plan gets set up originally by the 401k provider along with the employer they make a decision at that point in time as to how much of the plan fees you're going to to have put on you and how much the employee will cover and as an employer i can tell you the employer can put as much as 100 percent of all plan administration fees on your shoulders and it isn't itemized on your statement it isn't itemized anywhere for you you have to dig into the federal filing to find out what it is so it's important that you understand it if you're in a good 401k that's efficient and it's reasonable wonderful but call for the retirement lifestyle review if you have questions about it i can show you how to pull the form for your 401k to see what your fees are inside of that and then you can make an informed and educated decision as to whether it makes sense for you to stay in that 401k or to do something else with it if you're of an age that you're eligible to do that absolutely and again the, the, these are things that you may not be realizing and that they can straighten out for you and discuss and uh, illuminate for you at dual financial strategies and as we wrap this segment up andy uh, unfortunately, there's going to be uh, a percentage of our listenership that's uh, still taking care of elderly parents. Like uh, you're in your 40s and 50s and you still have uh, some, um, your mom or dad or uh, other significant uh, relatives that you're giving care to. And that can certainly eat into your expenses and certainly eat into theirs. And if they run out uh, of uh, uh, funds, like uh, what happened to me with my mom uh, when she approached her 90s, uh, it, the burden is on you. So that's something you got to think about. It is. And it's actually a, a pretty significant consideration to take into account. So if you have aging parents and they are not yet in some sort of a need for external care, i.e. nursing assisted, something like that, um, it is a very, very wise thing to sit down and go through your expenses, their expenses, um, and take a look at what programs are in place to give you some help. Because if you do find yourself in that situation where they run out of money for costs every month, that does put the burden on you. And so how are you going to pay for that? And I don't think it's nearly as common here, but the other consideration that you have to look at is aging children. And so 
God forbid you have now your parents that you need to take care of as well as aging children. And that can be a financial devastation for you. And sometimes, unfortunately, you really have to put the um, boundaries out there, especially for the kids that they are just going to need to kind of get things together and get a job no matter what it is. Well, anyway, we have uh, wrapped up uh, the, uh, well, at least five of the expenses that can eat into your retirement and what you can do about it. And Sam will tell you how they can help. Well, it's all all about sitting down and taking a look at your particular scenario and seeing where you're at, what it is that you're trying to get achieved. Uh, and it's just looking at it from a perspective of reality instead of a, a, a perspective of hoping or instead of a perspective of someone trying to sell you something. It's just educational. That's what the Retirement Lifestyle Review is about. You will find that that hour that you spend with us is the most low pressure, educational hour you've ever spent with a financial advisory firm in your life we get that comment all of the time from people we we hear often at the end of that you will say to us i wish i'd known this 10 years ago sam i wish someone would have shown me this 10 years ago well it's not 10 years ago and it's never going to be it's today but folks the only way this happens the only way you find out the only way you talk to an advisor who actually answers your questions and gets back to you when you're concerned is by picking up the phone i can't do it for you you got to pick up the phone you got to call chuck's going to give you the number he's going to give you the details we will provide you a very comfortable hour of education and a total review of what you're doing right now if you are serious about getting your retirement and your retirement planning on the right track pick up the phone give us a call you're scared now's the time to do something about it absolutely and it's that retirement lifestyle review that uh, sam and andy and luke uh, will offer you at dual financial strategies and that phone number is 866-203-7486 that's 866-203-7486 and you will get that retirement lifestyle review you'll sit down and first of all uh, just get to know them uh, and uh, see how comfortable you will be and then uh, they can start uh, looking at your uh, situation what are your goals what are your aspirations uh, in retirement and uh, let's see if we can meet them uh, with their over 20 years of experience in this realm uh, it's your retirement it's all about you and it's uh, certainly uh, custom made for you uh, get that retirement lifestyle review pick up that phone right now at 866-203-7486 you'll be happy that you did and make that appointment at no cost no obligation well this show has really flown and i know you uh, loved the last segment sam for sure and when we come back it's time for questions from listeners good stuff right after this We're back here on Your Retirement. I'm Chuck Caton for Dual Financial Strategies, and we're happy to be with you each and every week in the Fox Valley uh, with uh, Luke Van Abel, uh, Sam Duell of Dual Financial Strategies. And, of course, that retirement lifestyle review can be yours at no cost, no obligation. I'll give you that number once again in case you missed it before the break. Uh, it's 866-203-7486, 866-203-7486. And now Sam and Luke, uh, you are here, and he's gone off on assignment for this segment, so uh, you're ready to answer some questions, aren't you, gentlemen? I believe that she is off to do retirement lifestyle review with folks that have called in, so. Very good. Well, going to go to a little shoot for our uh, uh, first uh, uh, inquisitor, and it's Virginia who is there in Little Shooting, and she says, my husband is retired. Uh, he's receiving uh, benefits, the uh, union pension, 
uh, just turned 70 years old and will be drawing Social Security benefits as well. And I'll be 70 next year and will continue to work as a professional health care person. Will Social Security limit our benefits if I continue working? Or do I need to get spousal benefits? Uh, should my husband draw from my Social Security? Well, there's a triple barrel question, Sam, and I know you can tackle them. Yeah, some of it, Virginia, I can probably give you some direction on. Some of it I would need a little bit more information on. But uh, first off, congratulations. You have got some wonderful, what I would call fixed uh, income sources coming in. Uh, you're going to have three Social Securities total and uh, at least one benefit in coming from a pension. So that's great. You've got really good, secure, predictable, and planable income coming in. Um, if you're going to continue to work, uh, Social Security isn't going to limit anyone's benefits. It doesn't, anytime you go over the age of 65, um, you're unlimited in the amount of money that you can make uh, without any restriction on your Social Security benefits or any reduction. But on the other side of that coin, uh, there's something within Social Security that runs from the age of 62 until the age of 70 um, called a delayed retirement credit. That's that 8% roll-up every year that you delay it. That does end at 70, Virginia. So there's no monetary or increasing benefits um, strategy to not take it at 70 because what it is at 70 that's how much it's going to be no matter how much more you work no matter how many more paid in uh credits that you get to social security it's going to be tapped at that um so continue working but understand it's not going to affect your social security at all um you may even consider looking at turning it on at 70 that's something in a retirement lifestyle review you'd want to take a look at and see does it make sense from a tax perspective to do that um as far as your husband drawing from your social security um i don't know again that it would uh, would necessarily make sense for him because he's only going to receive a portion of yours he wouldn't get all of it again that all depends upon your earnings history depends upon the amount of social security now if yours is uh is significantly more than mm -hmm. what his would be yeah there may be a there may be a potential there uh but it's it's great decisions that you're having to make these are good money decisions to have to make uh and we'd look forward to taking a closer look at it to see if we could give you some more specific answers and i'll add this virginia yes there is a santa claus <laughs> let's go to connie now in the schwabanon who is 67 years old and wondering uh, if i take a lump sum option for my company's pension plan now that i'm no longer with the company could i move those funds into another type of retirement vehicle without tax penalties luke Connie, you bring up a good question. You typically will have a variety of different options with a pension, um, starting with, of course, taking regular income streams. But you're speaking specifically of the lump sum option. Um, and if your company is offering a lump sum, then yes, you can pick up money in, from your pension plan slide it over into an IRA. If that is done properly, then you do not owe any taxes. There's no penalties on that. There wouldn't be any penalties on that until you would take some form of a distribution then from that IRA. So this can be uh, a good strategy if you're going to continue to work. Maybe you don't need that money. Uh, for a lot of people today, not knowing kind of your situation here, but most pension plans have been frozen, meaning there's it's kind of stagnant money sitting there. It's not growing so having it in the IRA will help it grow um, so there's other advantages beyond just sort of the tax-free slide over uh, the other thing I would uh, recommend and even just 
to have on your radar, Connie, would be to keep in mind that that money inside of that pension was always designed as a a fixed income source. Um, It wasn't designed as a speculative, you know, big appreciation. Um, It was designed to be kind of mailbox money for you every month so that you could live. Um, I would caution anybody that would recommend you sort of taking that money and, and rolling the dice with it and not and not providing some level of income for you, um, seeing that's what that money was always designed for. All right. Since you're on a roll, Luke, we're going to give you a Solomon in Appleton's question. Uh, he's got $640,000 in a previous employer's 401k and $100,000 in a current employer's plan. He's 63, and he plans to retire at 70. He says, do you recommend that I merge the two? Uh, both funds offer similar investment options. Uh, My only motivation is based on simplifying paperwork during uh, the retirement, although uh, there may be other advantages that I may not be aware of. Solomon, simplifying as you go into retirement is a wonderful thing, Um, and it seems like that is one of your largest motivating factors right now. So um, if, if you're looking just at simplifying then yes combining those two accounts you're going to reduce um you know some of the those disclosure and compliance things that are going to be coming from both pieces you know save yourself some emails and some some documents in the mail Uh, but there are some other things that i would consider uh, when you look at combining a 401k with a current 401k and that is do the investment choices inside of the new 401k or the current 401k line up with your risk tolerance. I mean, do you have every possible option there that you would like? Um, Maybe you're unaware of that and that's something that we can shed some light on. Um, Can your current 401k provide that level of diversification that's needed um, as you get closer to retirement and in retirement? Um, It's been my experience that you can typically do better outside of the 401k inside of an IRA so that previous employer those funds can be uh, put into a four or into a regular IRA and now the investment world completely opens up you're not limited to just the investment choices that are inside of your current 401k and with that additional investment option you can ensure that the risk is in line that you've got more choices to um make sure that this is in line with your goals for retirement because too often um, these 401k plans are designed for growth and accumulation and as you get closer and closer to that retirement date um, many people are seeing that there's a little bit of a disconnect between what their goals are and what the investment options are um, inside of those accounts all right very good answer and uh, we'll wrap it up here with ed and appear uh, for you sam Uh, He wants to know, what are the reasons that would make a good idea for me to have a trust? A friend says that it's one way to minimize taxes, but I'm just confused, and it seems like a big decision. I would appreciate some of your thoughts on this. Uh, Yeah, for sure, Ed. Um, That's an area that we do get a lot of questions on. Uh, I would say that the the reason for you to have a trust, the idea for you having a trust, is basically uh, guidance of of the folks that are going to be left behind after you pass for what you'd like to have done with your assets. Uh, you know, there are some protection benefits as far as uh, planning is concerned inside of a trust. But the number one reason that people will typically set up a trust is for control. Uh, controlling the way that your assets are going to be distributed uh, when you ultimately pass away. 
Uh, a trust is a, is a great instrument for doing that with. Uh, they do have to be drafted correctly. I recommend strongly that you uh, engage an attorney to have that done. Uh, a do-it-yourself trust, I don't believe, personally in my experience, is going to give you nearly the benefit as one that is drafted by an attorney that knows exactly what your situations are. But the number one reason to have one is for control of your assets. Uh, if you become incapacitated, some things like that, or when you ultimately pass. From a, a perspective of minimizing your taxes, I don't know your financial situation, Ed, or your, your monetary situation, but unless you are significantly wealthy, um, your friend's advice that the trust is going to minimize your taxes uh, could be misguided. Uh, a trust is not designed to be a tax minimization instrument. It's designed to be uh, an estate planning instrument. So um, I would not lean too heavily on the idea that if you get a uh, if you get a trust, all of a sudden you got this tax miracle going on. Um, I would say that in the 20 years of, that I've done this, I have yet to see anyone ever establish a trust uh, because of minimizing their taxes. But it is a great instrument for helping you pass assets to other generations. Well, Eva, you had some wonderful questions here, Sam. And I think that uh, we've run the gamut in terms of uh, a lot of educational uh, aspects in today's show. So uh, let's open the door for people to uh, give you a call. Yeah, you know, if you, if you recognize some of these questions were uh, maybe maybe they were relevant to you uh, or you have questions of your own and you said, well, boy, that made me think about whatever. Uh, give us a call. Uh, Chuck will give, give you the number here, but just come in, enjoy a comfortable environment. We have an office in Green Bay. We have an office in Appleton. If you can hear my voice, we're relatively close to you. Uh, but let's sit down and talk about you. Let's not talk about a process. Let's not talk about a sales pitch. Let's not talk about a bunch of stupid product brochures. Let's talk about you. What are you trying to achieve? Where are you trying to go? When do you want to try to go there? And let's get you on the right track. If nothing else, at least either Andy or Luke or myself can get you pointed in the right direction. And you just might find during that meeting that you like what you hear. You like the folks that you're talking to. You like the way you've been treated you might find that you want to talk to us at a deeper level about what dual financial strategies would be able to offer to you. But let's start off and not put the cart before the horse. Let's figure out who you are first and whether you need our help, and let's get you headed in the right direction. Absolutely. It's such a comfortable environment when you meet with uh, Sam or uh, Luke or Andy here at Dual Financial Strategies, and you'll find that out very quickly uh, to get that no-cost, no-obligation review. You'll sit down, and uh, they'll probably ask you more questions and you'll ask them, but don't be afraid to ask. There's a lot of things that we've covered on this program today uh, that uh, they can help you with. 866-203-7486, that's the number. Give them a call right now. Make that appointment, 866-203-7486. That's 866-203-7486 to get that uh, retirement lifestyle review. And remember, it's no cost, no obligation, and Sam's written the book. In fact, he's updated it, as he said, second printing of Purpose Determined placement and that is so true when it comes to your retirement once again 866-203-7486 it's dual financial strategies and sam your final thoughts just want to thank everybody for listening in this weekend and we look forward to seeing you soon Investment advisory services offered through Dual Financial Strategies, LLC, a Wisconsin registered investment advisor.
Dual Financial Strategies does not provide legal or tax advice. Investment advisor representatives of Dual Financial Strategies may only conduct business with residents of the states and jurisdictions in which they are properly registered. Insurance and annuity products are sold through Dual Financial Strategies.